Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Timothy Shaw. Dr. Timothy, are you ready to do this? Thank you very much, George. I certainly am. Excited to have you on. Dr. Timothy is a moral injury researcher. He's taught ethics at the University of Sydney. He's the editor of The Great Philosophical Problems, a leading voice in moral injury, Levinus, and the just war tradition. Timothy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you yes. do what you do. Yes, okay. Um, I started this project um, a long time ago um, uh, at university uh, when I was looking into the just war tradition, and I found that extraordinarily interesting to understand how over the period um, uh, of Christian thinking about when to wage war and how to kill or how to um, um, what causes to fight for and how to fight for them, how that has evolved through time. Um, that was my first uh, snapshot into thinking that there is a, certainly a psychological sense uh, for killing in war or for war in general, um, which uh, abstracted over time certainly starts to uh, deliver some evolved understandings of morality um, and and can deliver a definition of moral injury. Nice. So that's a... Uh... This is this is not uh, the People magazine of uh, research. This is this this is heavy stuff. We're trying to trying to, we're trying to get there. Okay, and you are you've been tasked with redefining morality, well, moral uh, injury. Not, yes, in the, uh, the the field suffers from a. Uh, it's a, there's a tripart distinction in the field at the moment. There is a clinical definition, uh, there's a cultural definition, and there is a, a religious-based definition. Now, they don't have the same moral lexicon or the, the same uh, language to talk between each other. Um, what the think tank that I'm uh, involved with is tasked with is creating a definition a philosophical-based definition that can provide such a lexicon or provide a way in which to talk about um, or for the various ideas to talk to each other. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. So when when y'all get tapped to do that, is that extremely exciting? Is that nerve-wracking? Is it a little bit of oh, everything? Yeah. No, it's, it's very exciting because... Um, it, it's um it's something that I've been thinking about now for over a decade, and um and it's uh, to try and find a definition or a, or not even a definition because I wouldn't uh, presume to propose a definition. I haven't had the opportunity to serve my country. I haven't had the opportunity to go to war, um and to look at really where you can find these definitions was quite exciting, um and. I didn't, or stumbled upon um, a veteran-based definition for moral injury, which uh, just happens to also be um, a definition by one of the greatest moral philosophers uh, of the Western world, which was Frederick Nietzsche, who uh, went to war, came back from war. Uh, he went to war as a captain because uh, he had volunteered for military service before he went, and he came back from war, and um, he started writing his philosophy only after he came back from war, after he had actually rescinded his citizenship um, to, uh, because he was so morally injured about what he had seen 
and he'd started to try and make sense of it in his mind through his writings. Um, um, in 1872 was his first, which was The Birth of Tragedy, um, the, uh, his first ever book and also his first book, <clears throat> pardon me, After War. And um, that was uh, followed by a 10-year period where he worked towards the joyous wisdom. So a period of, of uh, birth of tragedy to joyous wisdom. And on the day, on, on the end of that 10-year period, that's when he wrote this work uh, that was it's very important to um, enunciate for the understandings of moral injury, which was Thus Spake Zarathustra, which is his masterwork and which he wrapped up these understandings in some metaphorical ideas um, uh, that, have, that, that has been fascinating to unravel. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine. All right, so you are you are doing your best to take into consideration the wisdom of 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 thinkers like Nietzsche. Uh, yes. You are you're being you're being mindful of the experience of recent veterans and and wanting to keep an eye on the future and 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 everything else. What does the actual work look like? How 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 do you go about this? Well, there is so the um, the work of I have I have got um, a, a trace work sort of um, well pardon me the first the first bit of work is hard work it's looking at how we can understand um, the consequences of um, of the Holocaust and really. To understand those consequences are very important because those ideas um, must be um, respected in any understanding of what moral injury is today. Um, and getting an idea of them was very difficult and it, uh, it took a lot of work and I settled on a philosopher called Emmanuel Levinas who was a French fellow um, who was in the concentration camps and he's, uh, he managed to uh, leave them. And much like Nietzsche, who never wrote about his experience in war, Levinas really never wrote about his experience in the concentration camp, but rather applied that experience to a philosophy. And his idea was the taking of a transcendent aspect out of the sky and into the face of another person. And so he resituated um, the idea of God into a per into other people. And those understandings are very important for today's um, today's culture um, and understanding uh, really what's important as we in the West have um, a decline of the institutions that have surrounded the church and um, understanding of a nihilistic, some nihilistic behaviours um, that are creeping in um, and meaninglessness that is also creeping in. So, Levinas? Yes. Okay, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I pronounced Oh, pardon that. me. So, okay, so yes, so Levinas, so he is the, so once we have his, once we have those understandings, um, then we, then we can look at Frederick Nietzsche, and um, and if you uh, if you type into YouTube, and I encourage all your listeners to do this, if you type into YouTube, you go thus spake Zarathustra. Um, what is it all about? Okay, and you will have many people say many different things, right? 
Um, the, uh, and everyone will cut up a bit of this work. It was the basis of uh, Carl Jung's psychoanalytic, and he also said that that work in particular was the most uh, vivid illustration of an intuitive method for the Western psyche or the Western consciousness where ideas could be understood in a, um, in a non-intellectual yet philosophical way. Now, I've looked at how Jung has dealt with um, the work and it's unfortunate to report, but he was wrong. And so is everyone, actually. Everyone is, on the internet is wrong, wrong. Jordan Peterson, wrong. Everyone that I've looked at is wrong. Um, the, the way in which this work has been um, compiled is through a series of metaphors where to understand, um, it, um, to understand the work, it is, it is, um, its main aim is to put every sorrowful one again on firm land and firm legs. And we, and we get that main aim from the chapter of Out of Service, which is talking about the last Pope. And he's saying, you know, when we reach a point where we've got a breakdown of religion and, you know, it's silly to think that um, it's not happening. When we look at the levels of re religiosity going forward in future generations, there, you, regardless of what you think about, um, it must be um, looked at as something very important once that starts, and it is since World War II, really gone off a precipice. So how that um, how these understandings all fit together um, is probably a little bit um, uh, a little bit too short to, to go into it in depth. but um, what the what these ideas are used for in the book thus spake Zarathustra, that they are used to apply to the third book, of the genealogy of morale of morals, which is Nietzsche's most important um, uh, political work, and the opening of that work says you must understand this work, even though it's in aphoristic form, which an aphorism is very precise lines. They said he goes, you won't understand this unless you don't look at this as a modern man, but rather look at this as a cow, and you think, well, what does that mean, a cow? And, and what he means by a cow is a four-legged uh, creature of virtue. And if you look at, at what he talks about as the academic chairs of virtue that stupidly stand there like an academic chair, and when they don't stand, they lie down like a cow. And his uh, linguistic skill is that the lying down of a chair is also a lying out of one's um, idea of oneself and he is very clever with linguistic um, uh, symbols and that's how he's constructed and led a trail of breadcrumbs all the way to uh, the um, aphorism 27 I believe yes which is the penultimate aphorism in the the third book of the genealogy of morals which has the definition of moral injury and um, and uh, so it's a, it's a very important aphorism, and it's and he t and he takes us there through his his work in Thus Spake Zarathustra. So it sounds like both of these, both uh, really really intelligent people that went through horrible events, and instead of sure. writing directly about these things, they they 
wanted to express and get across the importance, but they did it in the form of some kind of a narrative. Yes. Um, and and the problem, a problem that we're experiencing since World War II is we're getting farther away from the importance or the understanding of these lessons. Certainly. After World War II, um, you could say that the, the um, uh, and um, uh, forgive me for speaking frankly, but the, 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 I believe that the take-home messages from World War II were born out in Nuremberg, where we shifted, where the, the moral um, gravitas in which the greatest criminals that we've ever had on this planet were charged with, they were charged with crimes against humanity. It was a new charge invented at the tribunal. And at that time, um, we shifted from uh, crimes against God to crimes against humanity. And if you had God walking down the street and he said, you know what, people in the next neighborhood, they're bad people, let's kill every third one, you could charge that God with crimes against humanity, but you cannot charge humanity with crimes against God. And that is the new phase that was ushered in with uh, World War II and um, and the ideas that um, that came out of Nuremberg, the Obviously, the problem is, is that these um, fabulous, enlightened ideas um, have have not been adhered to, and the non-adherence to these principles has created some terrible problems for uh, for well, for example, in America, um, I recently heard that uh, the we're twenty years past September eleventh, a terribly tragic event, and they said. Um, uh, there will be 20 more years until the court cases are resolved. And and so 40 years, and, and that's because of the black sites, the torture, um, the, under, the, the not being able to um, really nail down some principles. And if you delay meaning for 40 years and you have no meaning for that event for 40 years, then the the gravitas or the onus for understanding that event well where does it fall at the moment it's fallen on the fire on firefighters and they are the greatest heroes from that time and so they should be but that hero but the 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 rates of suicide in firemen right i've, I've been a surf lifesaver and i and everyone said you're so brave um good on you you know saving people's lives and you think you think who are these people? You know, tell, telling me I, this is a job that uh, it's this is what I, what I like to do. I like uh, you know, I'm you know, the unrealistic um, expectations that are put upon people to carry a burden of meaning um, are things that um, are, are certainly lost. Um, um, it's just one of the. Uh, the protuberances of not ad adhering to some very um, basic principles of uh, which were were of America's own making. Thank God, because, thank God, as in thank humanity, because you know it was Britain that said, "Let's execute them," and it was America that said, "Hang on a second, no, let's put let let's charge them and let's charge them with something and let's ma and let's make a new precedent." So one of the things that, if I'm understanding you correctly, is that we are we 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 had these principles. We we had a understood and working knowledge of of what moral injury really was, and we could 
lean on that and use it to interpret whether or not behaviors were 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 just or unjust yeah well i think that um for moral injury to s- certainly start to take hold um uh justice so it, it, the moral injury for if we go back to nature he came back from war or and his first um uh work for moral injury was introspection it was an attempt at self criticism now that is the first idea that springs that is the first thing that should occur it doesn't matter if you, he when I mean, he went to uh, to war as a medic and he couldn't save enough people and he still came back and it was self critical right he couldn't use the buttresses of state couldn't use the buttresses of religion because he was he was just so uh, shocked about everything so he did something else um if you look back at the end of the second world war um you have um america introducing an idea of crimes against humanity um at the same time of dropping bombs uh that are only uh on civilian populations that can only be a crime against humanity nuclear weapons and if that was not censured or the understandings that that was wrong was never explicitly made to the point that over the over the bathtub in the pacific where uh, australia presided over the tokyo trials the tokyo trials were organized by americans the americas they had the same charges that could be leveled at the japanese now the japanese did some terrible things right crimes against humanity was not leveled at them and that is because they couldn't because america wouldn't put their hand up and say you know what these bombs you know let's be honest luckily they were used at the very end of total war so they so the precedent is that they only are used at the end of a total war between major nations but you know if they're used again um there is no understanding that there should you know that there should be massive penalties applied for the, for their usage it seems to be a right that nuclear nations can have and because of this right we have other nations that are not nuclear powers striving for it and destabilizing the world that makes sense that makes sense so in a perfect world or a more perfect world we would have agreed upon standards and we could yes. then hold everyone accountable to those standards regardless of yes. their standing or their military strength well it's it's um in aphorism 27 the aphorism that uh that the moral injury definition is from the lawgiver himself is always ultimately exposed to the cry submit to the law you have yourself made and that is something that it, takes on a a very poignant um resonance with moral injury. Yeah. Well, I think that that is that is a really really important part of of justice is being able to stand up and say I made a mistake or we made a mistake and we need to be held to account for this and when the shoes on the other foot we can also hold others to account Correct. for the same Correct. standard Correct. um yeah 
so that is what you are working on is to is, yeah. is is to i don't know if unify is is the correct term but come to a better understanding it, it and is definition. the correct term <laughs> it is the correct term and don't get me wrong i think america is a wonderful country i think it's, sure. i think it is a world leader i think it's fabulous i think it's fabulous but um, I do, I do see, and I look out, and I look at these, uh, these, these big, and we're heading towards some more wars, some big wars, and I'm looking at Russia, and I'm thinking, geez, wouldn't it be nice if America had signed up to the International Criminal Court? Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if they, if they joined Germany? And then guess what? You wouldn't have China saying we're gonna, we're gonna go and take Taiwan. Yeah. All right. So we should stop talking. You need to get back to work. <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> do you have an idea? Wonderful of, talking with you. Are, are 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 you almost done? How 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 from start to finish? How long will this take? Do you think? Look, um, uh, it shouldn't um, it shouldn't take too much longer. I, at the moment, what I'm doing is I'm going to start hassling all the nature scholars in the world because they don't understand the book, and and I'm and I'm putting the actual meanings on my website, gratephilosophicalproblems.com, of the metaphors in Thus Spake Zarathustra. I'm showing um, what they are have been understood in the scholarship in the books, how they've been interpreted, and then I'm putting the, the proper interpretation next to them. That's the that's the first step, and then um, and uh, I've, I've I've got a book that's almost complete, but um, that, but I think it's first time to ruffle a few feathers before before we before we put it out there. I love it, beautiful. Well, Dr. Timothy, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? Give us the websites and all the different places that we can connect. Oh, thank you, man. It's, it's greatphilosophicalproblems.com. Okay, perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dr. Timothy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good, good ideas, go to greatphilosophicalproblems.com and dig into uh, all the work that Timothy's been been doing and where we're going and think that the more we can educate ourselves on big problems and ideas like the ones that you are wrestling with i think the better for everybody so i appreciate your work thank you again no no i really appreciate the talk thank you and until next time remember do your part by doing your best